What's up, y'all? I'm Kristen. And I'm Tyler. And you're listening to Hustle, Hustle and Lay's Podcast. All right, so. We're back. We are back. What's been going on? What's up? What's up? Fresh as I've turned, baby. <laughs> Gator. Do you feel extra me. nervous today? No, not nervous. I think I was in my bag earlier, so like I'm trying what you to mean? like I'm trying to like shake it off and just be excited to be here. Okay, expand on that though. What do you mean you was in your bag? Um, because that means something totally different in my language. Is in your bag to you? Does that mean like I'm grinding, getting money, or what does it mean to you? It it, it kind of mean like I'm I'm being boastful. I'm I'm bragging. I'm doing my thing so yeah it could mean you know I think I'm, I'm grinding so that's that's what it meant for you that's what you was doing earlier no today. it meant I was in my feelings like I'm in my bag yeah that's definitely not what that means <laughs> yes <it is. laughs> in my bag I'm in my bag right now like I'm getting it no I'm like I'm in my bag like I'm in my feelings okay really well, why, well, why were you in your feelings Kristen all right y'all have like all right just comment somewhere and ask what what does in your bag mean to you? Because I, I guarantee I'm not the you, only most one. people are not going to say in their feelings is in my bag. Let's I, ask the room. I don't know. Okay. In your bag. Thank you. Don't agree, man. <laughs> Thank you. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. So theirs is getting money. Excuse me. My bag was an emotional baggage. Um, oh, oh, I see what you did there. So I see what you did that there. Was, that I was, like that. That was being in my bag for me. That, um, that makes sense. I was like, so that's how I felt like it. Um, but no, nah, but no, I'm I'm excited to to be here. Um, recording our second one. So your emotional baggage. That's nothing you want to talk about right now. Um, we can I, wait. That's fine. I'm too. okay with it. I think it was more so. Um, I was kind. I was really, really excited about coming here today and getting to do some cool stuff. Yeah. And then it also made me think of the stuff that I have to do that I'm committed to that I'm not so excited about. Mm, okay. And figuring Talk out how do it. I get more of that stuff off of my plate so that I can do more of the things that I'm that you want to do. Excited about. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's, it's one of those things to where the stuff that I'm not excited about pays the bills. You know. So it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Like, well, you know what my struggle with was with trying to figure that out. Like this, I prayed and prayed and prayed. Like, and what I tell y'all, y'all gonna hear about my kids and my kids and my kids. <laughs> my kids, my kids, but my kids. Like that's that's been like my main priority, trying to figure that out and trying to figure out. And that's the hardest part about I think anybody. Like, if you want to try to live your dreams, if you really didn't get a chance to take full advantage of it. Why you didn't have any, you know, other responsibilities or anything like that. It just gets harder when you add other stuff to it. So, I mean, for you, you've been in your industry and in your field, but you kind of, let me see how I want to say this. I'm still an intern in it. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. not, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the reality <laughs> of it. Like, I'm, I'm just now being able to do some stuff and, like, actually get – you know, paid for it, but and I can't get paid for it. And it's still not to where, of course, you know what I'm saying? I can necessarily live off of it just yeah. yet. But, um, yeah, like it is. So like for somebody that's wanting, okay. So for the people that's out there or like the younger listeners that may be listening to us, what's something like a piece of advice that you would give to kind of speed up that process? Or do you think the process is needed or do you, when you say the process, like just, I, I like for me, I fully, I fully, um, I trust the process. Right. I think we gotta, you gotta grind it out. Like you gotta, in order for you to really be an expert of what you doing or what you're trying to do, you gotta literally do every single little small thing that you could think of within the industry. So do you think that's a process that needs to be done in your industry? Like with what you're trying to do, event planning and things like that, or, could a person be like have nepotism and be able to just be thrown out there and do it? Um, I definitely think you, at the end of the day, because you're whatever field you decide you want to work in, whatever field you decide you want to do, you need to know how to do all the parts. Talk about um, it. Because even though I'm not an expert at, you know, hanging paintings, like if I'm having an art show, I know how to hang them. Yeah. You know, because if yeah. somebody doesn't show up, I need to be able to. Ooh. 
to do those things on my own. So I think you need to know how every part of what you want to do works. Yeah. Um, I think it's a blessing if you can get in and somebody is willing to show you mm -hmm. um, and you're being, you know, paid something that you can live off of versus having to do a lot of free stuff. Okay. Um, you ain't got no hate in you. I'll be hating. No, like, because, you know, I, everybody, because I think that's the problem with a lot of stuff. Like, we're like, oh, I got it out the mud, so you're going to get it out the mud, too. No. Ooh, you know, there's yes. no point in that. If I got it out the mud, you should at least be able to come in on the concrete. Like, right, 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 right. Why am, I, why am I holding that? And that's I think that's a problem with a lot of minorities. Yeah. You know, where I got it out the mud, you can get it out the mud, too, like. What's Crab, wrong with crabs that? in a barrel crabs type a barrel thing. Mentality. Yeah. Definitely so. And what you expect crabs to do in a barrel. Right. So You're trying to I feel that. crawl over somebody else. Like, yeah. When it's really enough money for everybody to eat if you do it right. That's right. And like that's that was one of my main things of wanting to be an entrepreneur and do what we're doing because I feel like at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters, and a lot of stuff really don't be mattering out here, but the main thing that, that really matters is what you're doing for that next generation. How are you really giving back? How are you really trying to, you know, help the next person? And so y'all going to hear not, a, not only my kids, but I have a whole bunch of nieces and nephews. So we was literally talking before the pod. Like, I got my niece. I'm literally going to interview her. <laughs> I mean, she's going to get the job and all, but she's still going to go through the same process right. as anybody else. We're going to do an actual interview. I want to talk about your background history and all that. But this is an opportunity for her for, for her to actually get into a business. And if she wants to do something that's entrepreneurial, she'll already have that mindset. And she, she'll know that it's possible because she sees her aunt doing it. It's literally, we grew up together. Like, I ain't going to say grew up together, but I was, let me see. She was born in, what, 07, I believe. So, so you just graduating high school. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say I raised her. I ain't going to say we grew up together. But, yeah, that's what it's about. So, if I could do whatever, grind it out and be able to pass this stuff down, at least the knowledge, if yeah. anything. Like, hopefully, you know, I could have a business that, will be able to sustain itself. And if she wants to do that, she'll be able to do that. And it could go on to my kids or whatever. Or we have at least the access to money for her to be able to do whatever she wants to do. So if she wants to go to college, whatever she wants to do, we can make it happen. So that's what it's all about for me. But yeah. other than that, what's been going on? Um, Your week. My week, okay, it's only Tuesday. Um, but so far the week's been good. This weekend I had an opportunity to go to Atlanta. I had to work an event. Yes. Um that's what I really wanted to talk about. Had to work an event. It was it was really dope. It was a black history month run for youth. Wait, wrong one. Hold on, y'all. My one? bad. Which one I'm trying to do, Chris? You the one did the board last time. Tell her. We'll She's just go with that. She's pushing a bunch of buttons, y'all. Um but no, I had an opportunity to go to Atlanta um, and work an event, and it was a Black History Month run for the youth. So it was really cool because it was about a two-mile run, but the youth were able to stop at different historical sites oh. and learn different facts um, about different civil rights historical yeah. sites out there. So that was pretty cool um, for them. I got to network and meet a, good, meet a good bit of people. So um, that was pretty fun. It's always fun when I get to shoot out there and do some stuff and meet some new people. So yeah. So that was that, and then coming back in, you know, getting to the grind this week, and here we are now. How was your week? It was good, but I wanted to plug really quickly. Um, you mentioned Black History Month. So um, we kind of trying to figure out this whole outline thing, y'all, but <clears throat> my Black excellence of, uh, I guess we'll say the month, Wrapping well, up Black History Yeah, it's the last day. Yeah, wrapping up Black History Month. There is a doctor by the name of Dr. Hadia Green. <laughs> there we go. There we go. The Dr. Hadia Green. She is the first black woman to become the first doctor to cure cancer. This is only in mice, but that's a that's a major step. So she was the first black woman doctor to cure cancer using basically technology. It says nano uh, particles, but basically using technology to cure cancer. 
So we got to protect that black woman, y'all. For real. We got to. And she, I'm looking at her Instagram now. Her Instagram is um, at Dr. Hadia Green. Spell it for H I D I Y A H Green uh, G R E E N. No E at the end. That's her link, her link tree there. But it seems like she does a lot. She got she does her little um, sneaker ball thing. She talks about all kind of stuff on here. So I just wanted to plug that in there. But as far as our outline goes, y'all, we're trying to figure out, like, a couple segments we want to sprinkle in there. So we thinking it's something about black excellence. We don't know what we want to call it, but we want to do, like, a little um, black excellence um, segment, whether it's in business, fashion, whatever. Preferably business and fashion, of course, but... I think it was worth bringing it up and, you know, definitely spreading so. that word there. Because a lot of people might not know it. So that's definitely so that we can yeah. kind of spread that love on our podcast. So. And she does. She also has a, um, I want to put this in there too, real quick. Put it in there, girl. She has a foundation for cancer research. Um, the foundation is called Ora Lee Smith Cancer Research Foundation. And it's like named after her aunt or great aunt or something like that, I, I Y'all don't quote me on that, but yes, that was her aunt. So she put that foundation in memory of her aunt who passed away from cancer. And I know, like, have you had any family members had to experience cancer or pass, you know, God, God forbid, but pass away from cancer or anything like that? I have. I have. Yeah, so it's forever freak cancer. I yeah. want to say the other word, but I ain't, I'm trying not to cuss, y'all. There we go. <laughs> Forget cancer. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. There we go. So, yeah, but no, but uh, my week has been, girl, I'm trying to, what happened in my week? Pause. All right. So, um, yeah, so you were telling us about how your week went. Yeah, so I had a really good week. I had a really good productive week. Yeah. So, basically... How I want to explain it. Okay, so I'm going to start from the beginning for start y'all. Start from the beginning. So, literally, I got my own prayer. Forget Sierra. I got my <laughs> own prayer. So, I've been praying and praying praying. Like, you know how it is when you in a job and you just feel like you ain't going nowhere. So, like, right now, y'all, my main chick, I sell insurance or whatever. So, I'm not going to put the company out there. But before I was working for an um, insurance company, I was working full-time. Hated it. I mean, the money... Even with the money being good, I hated it. Yeah. So long story short, I'm like, how can I fix my schedule to where I can still make a little bit of money, still be able to, because, I mean, small business is just you. So you got to figure out how you're going to do everything. So how am I going to be able to get my other baby attention that it needs to, you know, to really start growing? How am I going to get my kids' attention that they need? Because they're, I have small children, so. Small children. <laughs> I heard it. Okay, Grandma. So, <laughs> so how you get them the attention that they need and also be able to take care of your household, take care of you as a person, and all this other kind of stuff. So I was like, Lord, what, what do I need to do? Help me figure it out. So basically, long story short, I ended up my one of my dad's childhood friends is um, an insurance agent. So I started working for him. I only I only work part time, only three days a week, and I literally make the same salary. The salary part is literally the same. Wow. The commission is so much better. So it's like I'm literally working. My time is split in half, but I'm still making the same, almost the same amount of money. Wow. Um. So that was a blessing, and yeah. then so I could, I'm able to basically have my schedule to where I work in the beginning of the week, and I'm able to work on my business at the end of the week, and I'm my schedule is so flexible i get to pick my kids up from school because that was another thing like how am i get these kids home so figure that out figure my business out figuring out the whole beast of content still trying to figure that out but i mostly got a handle on it. at least got a schedule for it so i got all that figured out y'all so now it's kind of i'm in a spot to where i'm really able to take advantage of more opportunities that is out there for me to get my um name out there so I signed up for my first pop-up shop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Like I told y'all last time, 
I've been in business for a little over a year now. It's like a year and three months, something like that. So I want to, you know, keep uh, progressing, keep increasing, keep getting my brand out there. So the pop-up is going to be, not our pop-up, but this pop-up. <laughs> The other people's pop-up. Right, the other people, the other folks. <laughs> this pop-up is going to be in Atlanta on March 25th at, what's it, Pont City Market. Yeah, Pont City Market, right? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes, Pont City Market. That's going to be from 12 to 5. So I will give y'all more details so y'all could either, you know, pull up on me. You get This will be your chance to be able to try stuff on because I know that's the hardest thing about shoes. You, you're unable to try them on when you're ordering online. So... And I get so many messages like, you know, is it true to size? Is, yeah. How does it fit around your thighs? Is, is it, it wide calf friendly? Is it wide calf like, friendly? Like, I get everything. So this will be a great opportunity for y'all to pull up on me, shop to your drop, um, and try stuff on. And we're going gonna, I'm to I'm have some stuff there to where it's going to be a whole experience, too, hopefully. I got to figure out <clears throat> figure all that out with the people who's hosting it. So I'm very excited about that. So I got that signed up for. So now I just got to figure out a whole bunch of other stuff to really execute it how I really wanted to. Because I'm finding out, like, I am a perfectionist. If, if, if stuff doesn't look a certain way, if it doesn't come out a certain way, I'd be mad. And I think you kind of helped me with this, too. Like, girl, just go put it up there and be done with it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, we need to add this and add yeah. that. Like, we already experiencing that with, with this, you know, whole business venture that we're doing. Which we'll talk about that yeah. in a minute. Yes. Um, but so I'm trying to get over that. Um, why do you think you're a perfectionist? Because I, I have a vision for my brand. I want it to look a certain way. I want, because I feel like in today's society, everything... Everybody is okay with just being average. Mm. And everybody everybody is trying to do something. Everybody is trying to start a business. And there, there's, there's nowhere near nothing wrong with that. That is awesome. Like, yeah. I, I encourage everybody to do something entrepreneurial-based. But what's really going, going to put you to the top of that? Like, what's really going to make you stand out? And I know for one, like, right now, even though there could be other smaller boutiques that we have the same styles or whatever the case may be, but... My customer service, like, literally, I got so many reviews on just based on my customer service. Like, so I know that's one thing that's already going to put me over the top. I want that Publix Chick-fil-A type customer oh, service. You feel me? My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure, honey. And they trained us to say that when I was working for AT&T. So oh, I say gosh. that all the time, like, unknowingly that I'm doing it. But so, <clears throat> so not only my customer service, but I want... You know, I want it to be a whole shopping experience. I want you to be able to, you know, buy quality things, even though it's it. Because I want, basically, my brand, I want it to be, you know, everybody can't afford to be a sneakerhead. Everybody can't afford luxury items. So if I can offer a dupe that's just, looks just as good, and the quality is still, you know, still okay, but you getting it for a lot cheaper, and this is for for those girls in that income bracket, I still want it to, for you to have a whole shopping experience. That shouldn't be taken away just because you're at a lower, you know, price point or whatever. So that's my whole thing. So, yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you were real produ productive. You I'm were, getting it, girl. I'm in, in my bag. I was the saying, real you were one. in your bag. <laughs> you were in the other bag, okay? Not, not. Now you gonna say the Not real one. I'm oh, sorry, Your girl. Are cold? Why are your hands so cold? I don't know. Are they always cold? That means I'm warm-hearted. That which was I it. Am. That's what this guy used to go to school with. He's, <laughs> he's like, "Why are your hands so cold?" He's like, "Cause I have it's a warm true. heart." It's true. If that person hands sweaty, mm. maybe they're just nervous. Nah, why are you nervous? Life. Life do be life. -ing. Right. Like, maybe they life just, do be life. -ing. Why their hands are sweaty? Yeah, Jeez. girl. Shout out all the sweaty hand folks. It's all right. Um, <laughs> you shouting out the sweet It's folks. cool. I want them to know we want them to live. Y'all may need to put some uh, baby powder in your hands and do the Michael Jordan clap before y'all go really? anywhere. Yes, really. Because that is not cute. hands to be sticky. It's not going to make it. It's going to make it soft. And, All right. You know, a man with, a, with some soft hands. Check. Well, no. Mm -hmm. Never mind. <laughs> we went left real fast. 
real fast. <laughs> bring it back. My bad. My bad. Bring it back. You know, man with some soft hands. Let's bring it on back. Um, but aside that, y'all, we got to tell y'all about the real pop up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's ours. Yes. Our so, pop up. Our pop up. So it's April 29th at Carolina Bowen Bar- House Brewery. Uh-huh. Brewery gets me. You got to say it slow. Brewery. That oh. word gets me all the time. Brewery. See? See, you say Bowen House just like that and can't say brewery. <laughs> brewery gets me. Um, okay, friend. But uh, here in Greenville, it's right off of downtown Greenville. Where is that? Yeah, that Greenville. That Greenville. That one. Um, so we're excited to to be able to use that hashtag and see some dope stuff coming up with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's coming up and... We are still accepting vendors for that. We've got we've got a good bit locked yeah, in right do. now. Yeah, we do. We do. It's looking it's looking pretty good. It's a nice little it's lineup on it. Like I'm excited for y'all to come out. And it's see our it. first event. I'm super excited about it. We're gonna have um, comment. Would you call it commentary or? Mm, I think that could that you could use that word. Yeah. So we're partnering with um, Jet of. Uh, let's talk fashion with jet let's talk fashion with jet so Mm -hmm. she's going to be there she's going to be getting all the scoop on everybody's fits for Mm -hmm. the day encouraging Mm -hmm. y'all to um take some photos at our photo activation we're so excited for y'all to see that get built out Mm -hmm. um yeah so just kind of encouraging y'all to go what What (laughs) i can't wait to tell y'all the details like we have so many cool ideas i don't want to share them yet until we get Closer to it. We've been working. Like, it's it's something that we're really excited to bring to the area. Yeah. Um, And really just want people to be able to come out and have fun. Right. It's going to be super, super, super dope. Um, So the pop-up, did we say it? We're going to say it again. Say it again. It's a curated market for fashion, art, and all things creative. So the whole market itself is going to be like a creative experience. Yes. So, yeah. It's going to be a great day. Yeah. It's over a covered covered patio so we're gonna be out we we out you we out there rain regardless there. yes regardless. period poo <laughs> do they the still poo. say the poo part i do period i'll be saying it i don't know when i've had a chance to use but you it, know i'll be i still be saying we, all kind of stuff older yeah. stuff y'all should hear how she answers the phone when i call it sometimes <laughs> it like, changes every time like, who did i call <laughs> like sometimes i put on my accents mm-hmm. hello <laughs> <laughs> please don't do it hello mate <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a London ting. No, that, no, 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 that was bad. Okay. That had a little bit of Caribbean in it. Oh, um, okay. I'll stop. It's okay. <laughs> I give it up. Say, Let me not always, quit my day job. No, but it's always funny, like to watch shows and like hear them have like a Southern accent. I'm like, I don't know anybody who sounds like that. Like when they try to fake, like um, it's real long draw, like high kind, sir. That way. Remember on the Golden Girls and Bl- Blanche Oh, Big Daddy. <laughs> no, the one that gets me now is um the people in Chuckalisa. Oh, uh, P Valley. Yes, I don't know why I couldn't think of the name of that Chuck-a-Lisa. show. It's so bad, y'all. The right. ac- the shoot, the show itself, not the shoot, the show itself is good, but the accent. Like, who sounds like this? <sighs> I don't know. I don't have any friends who talk that. It's way. annoying. It's bad. But That's we do annoying. love the show, and they won a bunch of NAACP awards. Woo-hoo! So shout them out. Um, okay, so here's the question that is on nobody's mind, but we're going to answer anyway. How <laughs> did we get here? Here is in the podcast, right? Here is in the pod. Here is in life. Whichever one. Pick one. Let's do life. All right. Let's do life first. So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Let's try not. Let's not make this long. Um, How did you get here in, in in life to this position? Give um, give us a timeline. Graduated high school, went to North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Aggie Pride. Um, met this one and some <laughs> other cool people along the way. Majored in PR, and I didn't have a job when I finished school. Um, for those that are wondering, yes, I did do an internship while I was there. Mm-hmm. But um, unfortunately, where I interned was kind of like a, it was a big place, but it was a small department. Uh. Um, so there wasn't anything open for me when I left. And Greensboro is, if you've never been to Greensboro, Greensboro is not Charlotte. It's not Atlanta. It's um, it's a nice size city, but yeah. it's still got a it's real a college. Feel. It's a really it's a, big college city. There we go. Yeah, there's what, like five qu- or six? Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. I was, was going to say four. It's about, yeah, yeah about five. Yeah, five or six colleges that are actually there. So um, it's it's not like, it's not a city. 
um, and I majored in public relations. And so the options for that were not something I wanted to do. I probably could have went in PR in the medical field or something like that, but huh. def definitely wasn't anything I wanted to do. You didn't want to do that. No. <laughs> so I ended up coming back home um, and trying to find a job. Um, I remember going back and forth. Like we're, for those that don't know, we're about two hours from Atlanta. Yeah. So it's nothing to hop in the car. So I remember applying for, I don't know how many jobs, going back and forth to Atlanta, looking for yeah. jobs, trying to get anything. I finally got something in 2013. Um, Slow down now. How did you feel at that time? Like So at that time, I, when I came back home from college, I ended up working at Verizon. I realized that Verizon, I wasn't going to be able to kind of get into marketing from there. So uh. my family, we have um, a mortuary. Mm. And you ain't answered my question. You went all around it. What you, you asked how, how did, I get there? No, I asked you how did you feel well, I was about, about to tell you. Oh, okay, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I'm long winded. Sorry guys. No, um, you was, I feel like you were speeding. But go ahead. Um anyway, so I was working at my family's mortuary and um so when I got the job in Atlanta, I felt like, okay, I finally made it. Like, mm. you know, this isn't necessarily um it definitely wasn't the salary that I wanted. Okay. Um, but I was like, you know what? I finally got it. We're going to figure out. God finally opened the door. We're going to kick it in. We're going to figure mm -hmm. out how to make this work. And I kid you not, from the time that I signed my paperwork to the time that I ended up coming back home, like it was struggle with a capital S. Okay. So I, I want to backtrack a little bit. Probably. Sorry. Um. So in the in the midst of you doing your, no. can we start? Okay. In the midst of you looking for a job while you're in South Carolina, did you ever lose hope? Did you ever think it wasn't going to happen? That you still didn't answer my question. <laughs> yes, no, yes, lose hope definitely because I'm um I'm definitely a person of faith. Um, mm -hmm. you know, my prayer life is, is something that's very big to me. My faith is something that's. Um, a really important part of me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm having faith that, you know, God is going to do these things and it is not happening. Um, I have people even in church talking to me and they're like, well, you know, maybe that's not God's plan for your life. I'm really? not trying to hear that. Wow. Like, you know, well, maybe that's not it. And, and, you know, and maybe he wants you to do something else. Maybe that's a lot of things, but yeah, that's, you know, no, that's yeah. not, that's not it. I, this is what I'm believing for. Did you ever during that time, did you Getting because I feel like <clears throat> you know, I, I'm into numbers, I feel like that's him talk, talking to me. Do you ever feel like you get those type of messages to where it told you to keep going? Was there any point in time where you got like a clear message from God saying, This is it, keep going? I feel like, or was that getting the job in Atlanta? Was that the message that was that was scary too? Because, um, in my head, because I'm such a uh, overthinker sometimes yes you are it's one of those that could be all right this is god being like all right here you ask where it go mm. or or you know yes this is it you know what i'm saying but mm -hmm. i was like it could go either way um okay. so that you know so that's the hard part because yes i had it and um you know i was able to find somewhere to stay but a lot of everything was challenging like nothing was easy no Life was, is not easy. It was finally finding the job, but okay, now where am I going to stay? Yeah. Um, finding somewhere like you need first month, last month rent. Ooh. You need, you know, is your credit where it needs to be to, uh. to have the place you want to stay? Yeah. Um, can you afford this? You know, yeah. you got to make three times the rent to, yep. to do what you're doing right there. So that stuff, you know, that was hard. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I get that. So PR is something that you've always wanted to do. <clears throat> I think that was what I figured out I could major in. I knew I liked events, gotcha. but I didn't really know. You know, you can't. I didn't know I can go to school and I can major in events, you know. So okay. I knew what PR was, and I knew there were events that were involved in PR. Gotcha. So I thought that would be a good, you know. Good avenue. So yeah. people that are listening, if you don't know, PR is public writ public relations right give us kind of like can you give us like a what does that entail like what is all the things all the different types of careers could you go into by getting that major with pr um 
a lot of it, it's definitely a lot of writing with, with a lot of stuff, but it's essentially kind of managing a brand, a person, or a company's, their, their image and the, their public perception. Gotcha. So making sure that they look good in the press, making sure, you know, whether that's um, they have a new product coming out, they have um, a new event they're launching, they're doing something else. It's just making sure you kind of manage their image in mm-hmm. the media. And then from that, you know, it'll branch off to a marketing team who may do something completely different. Yeah. You may do events, then you have social media that ropes into that. So, um, like we talked about earlier, kind of being able to know a little bit about everything that's going on. So essentially, because I always get all this, uh, everything in that category, I kind of get confused and mixed up, especially when I was going through business school. So, <clears throat> like with PR and advertising and marketing, does that kind of can that all fall under one umbrella? Because it seems like you just got to be an expert communicator, which I really, that's really what you are. That's a, that is definitely a big part. And I think all of them have things that overlap, but some of them don't. Like when you think of advertising, advertising is press, but you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. Um, PR is kind of their job to make sure you get the press based on it being a good thing for the news outlet to pick got it up. It. So you're not trying to pay for it. Um, gotcha. Okay. For that kind of press. And then marketing is really promoting it to whatever target audience. Ah, that's a good to. way to put it. Okay. Um, so that, but, but still all three of them kind of overlap with, you know, the same, okay. a lot of the same skills. Okay, cool, cool. So what y'all going to realize Kristen has, um, I'm going to brag on my girl real quick. When I tell <laughs> she got the gift of gab going, y'all. When oh, I tell she, she be talking in cursive. I'm like, oh, you did that. <laughs> you are just a great communicator. Like oh. things that I have a hard time explaining you just like that. Explain it just like that in the simplest form. And to me, like the best way to communicate is when you keep it simple. But mm-hmm. you, you know, you jazz it up, jazz yeah. it up, you know, got those keywords or whatever. Yes. So yeah, that's all good stuff. Good stuff. So, so yeah. okay, where do we? I'm sorry, we went down a whole another rabbit hole, but I think that was good to touch base on, so the you they know the listeners understand. can yeah yeah. So I mean, long story short, I mean you know, and I'm sure there's times on the podcast where we can kind of really get into you know in depth of, of a lot of stuff. But long story short, I ended up going to Atlanta. I stayed there about a year and a half. Um, I really loved the job that I was doing. I was getting okay. to do a lot of community outreach. I was getting to meet a lot of different people. But um, okay. it wasn't it wasn't the best environment um, mm. for me. It was also really hard. It always be the environment. Like yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> it wasn't the best environment for me. It was um, it was also really hard being alone out there. Mm. Um, yeah, you know that was kind of thing. You know I'm close yeah. enough to you know y'all would come visit or stuff like right. that. But when you left, I'm still by myself, and um, it was just just a lot of different factors, but. Um, I ended up leaving the job and it was hard to try and find something else. And so I ended up coming home the back to South Carolina, the end of 2019 and which, you know, God works in mysterious ways because then 2020 came and here was COVID. And so I was very thankful not to be out there by myself. Right. 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 How was COVID for you during that time? Listen, you know, I ended up with like a little routine, like at yeah. home. I was like, we going to the grocery store on Friday. There's unemployment <laughs> that came in. Let's do X, Y, and Z. Like, I was working. By that time, I was working in retail out here, so I was Gucci. I yeah. was like, girl, but, you was uh, lucky. I still had to go to work. Right. <laughs> we all in there complaining. No, so um, but yeah, so that's how um ended up back there. Ended up back home, and you know, through. I feel like it's a lot like this if we continue on this one like i definitely think we won't make the the rest of our <laughs> our topics <laughs> um that we want to so we'll fast forward through mine then perfect <laughs> so, no you gotta talk about being a city girl like this one i was in atlanta like tyler left and went to new york and i was like wait what yeah new so york? i'm a i'm a zoom through the first part so like any kid from South Carolina, my parents was pushing me into healthcare, and I listened like a dummy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went into nursing. Quickly found out once we started going, you know, doing our clinicals, them old people in there calling me nigga and stuff. I was like, oh, that's it for me. Uh-oh. So, ended up um, changing my major. Long, I uh, ended up in psychology. Graduated with you, um, but a psychology major. 
then I just had a realization, like, life is too short. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go for mine. I'm about to get in my bed. So I was like, I'm going to go to New York. And the reason why I chose New York, because I feel like, because you could kind of do fashion. You could do fashion down here. But I really wanted the whole experience of the devil wears Prada, but mm-hmm. minus the devil. But I came in contact with the devil. Uh-oh. But <laughs> I really wanted that whole life. Um, and ended up doing sex in the city life instead. But that's neither oh, here nor man. there. But <laughs> <laughs> So I ended up moving to New York. Literally, I was thinking about this the other day. I maybe had like $1,200 to my name that wow. I saved up for just to go to New York. I remember um, when I first moved there, I kind of did. They have like dorms that's off campus. So I'm living in a dorm that I'm 24 years old. So I'm a non- Was I 24 or 23? Either way. But wait, yeah, so I said, you just told me you moved to New York. You didn't tell me you moved to, you applied to school. What? So, you, oh, no. Yeah. Talking, about the, talking about the fashion school, yeah. right? So, yeah, I, I, the, the school that I ended up going to was the Fashion Institute of Technology. Got accepted. Um, I did a fashion business degree, um, which is, at that time it was fashion merchandising, but now they just call it fashion business. Um so got accepted. Um, I'm a non-traditional student at this point. Um, I'm like 23, maybe something like that. Um, so I'm living with 17-year-olds. <laughs> but my um, off-campus dorm was literally on 34th Street. It was like, or no, 31st Street, 31st Street. So I'm right in Chelsea. I'm near everything, which was great. I, I just remember I moved there with $1,200, no job, no aspects of a job, nothing. Just did it. Um, I can remember summertime, like I literally had to ask my mom, like, listen, I can't move out into the the Brooklyn's, the Bronx then. So I stay, I, I remember she, we literally paid $10,000 for me to stay somewhere for three months. Um, but yeah, so at this time I'm a non-traditional student. I'm in New York. I'm, I'm doing everything that you could think you could eat, literally think of every volunteer thing, every fashion show. I did it. I was up there with Diddy Daughter thinking I'm doing something. We on rooftops. I'm, I'm seeing everybody. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the dance. I'm doing the thing. So, like, seeing stuff like that, did you have a moment where you're like, you know what, this is it? Like, yeah. I've, you know, I, I've, I've made it. Or, you know, I'm like, yeah. or this is where, I, like, you could for actually visualize, like, what you yeah. want to. I had no friends up there. I have an uncle, but up there, but that, yeah, that's neither near or there, but. I literally felt like I made it and had no money and was living my best life. Like I was, y'all, it was so freaking exciting. I, I just love that for me, but (laughs) (laughs) I just love that for me. I'm good, but it was, it was so good. And it doesn't take me long to find friends cause I'm me. You're a friendly person. Yeah. I'm a very, Friendly person. <laughs> Once you start going up to people and asking questions and about their clothes and stuff, they're gonna yeah. be a friend. So I ended up uh, finding like a whole girl group within like the first month or so or two months. So that was awesome. <clears throat> Shout out to y'all because I still love y'all. Um, we still cool to this day. Um, so let me see. So I'm literally volunteering for everything. New York Fashion Week, everything you could think of. My first internship was, um, a, I was supposed to be an assistant wardrobe stylist for a magazine. Literally first week, the wardrobe stylist ended up quitting. I'm not going to say the magazine, but um, the actual wardrobe stylist ended up quitting. So I literally had to figure everything out on my own from there, like, reaching out to PR, re- like, how am I going to get clothes? How are we going to work with these people? Can we get these people to collab with the with the magazine and do photo shoots? And, and you know, they sending their PR to us. I'm, I'm trying to get clothes and reaching out to PR to other departments. I'm having to find photographers, makeup artists. I have to get me an assistant. I have to get the pick the clothes up, get the clothes to the set. Like, Literally, if I, I was a wardrobe stylist, y'all. Holla at your girl. Still <laughs> yeah. am. But <laughs> learning all the tips and tricks and stuff like that. And this was kind of like a higher end type of magazine. So it really wasn't my go-to. Like, it, it wasn't it wasn't fun. Mm. So I'm having to, I'm styling, you know, uppity white women. So long story short. But either way, um, I got, you know, made good relationships. I got good reports. I mean, the, what you want to call it? The owner of the magazine, she, she would literally be 
contacting me, calling me at two, three o'clock in the morning. Oh, so wow. it's like set life and wardrobe stylist life is very hard. It's very stressful. After that whole experience, it kind of turned me off from it because it wasn't fun for one. It, it was. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. I, it wasn't all the way fun. Certain parts of it was fun, but just who I'm having a style and their sense of taste just wasn't yeah. my go-to. Like it wasn't something that could really be created. Like I didn't feel like I was doing the, the daggone thing. But I know. I know. I know that I'm good at it. So you know, taking the classes for it, still trying to you know perfect that that whole whole thing there. Um, I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Oh, so after the internship, um, I ended up getting another intern. All these are free, of course. At these time, there was – I ended up getting a paid internship, but at this time, there was no paid internship, especially if you didn't have any experience at all. Um, <clears throat> so I ended up getting an internship at O Magazine. I'm going to put that one out there because – Like Oprah? So, Yes. Oh, that's yes. cool. Yes. Old Magazine. This one was um, Wardrobe Closet, and it was another one that was free. At this point, funds is running low, y'all. So I had to make a hard decision. Do I want to look for a job, or can I stay here and really thug it out? So by the graces of God, <laughs> I ended up getting a paid internship mm. with Macy's. And that's a whole – I'll go through my experience with that. Um, it, it was a great experience, so I could talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that another day. But I ended up getting a paid internship with Macy's and, and later getting a job. So that that worked out great. How did I get back here? <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up coming. I ended up getting pregnant two years in. Um, that's with my son, uh, Zuri. Y'all y'all get baby. to know him. Um, and it's, I was really having a hard – me and his dad does not have – we now I'm okay, like it's whatever. But then we did not have a good relationship at all. We had a very, very, very toxic relationship. Like he tried to kidnap my son out of a New York hospital. Wow, uh, a Harlem. Uh, I wish I could tell y'all the name of that hospital because it's a very popular hospital. It's in um, it's in Harlem. Either way, um, famous people be having their babies there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, so he literally tried that. So that could kind of show y'all what kind of experience that I'm having at this point with this Negro. So I'm coming, I'm coming to the, to, I'm trying to face the fact, like, can I really do what I need to do and stay here? Mm -hmm. Or do I go to a, a place where I'm safe? Um, I don't really have to worry about anything. I know I'll be able to make m much more money because you don't make a lot of money in fashion. And, like, especially you're in New York, the cost of living is so Super much higher. High. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, do I use the advantage that I have went to school in New York? I got experience up here. I'm able to negotiate a higher, you know, higher salary if I move down south. So all, all the pros are adding up at yeah. this point. Like, it's time to hang it up. So, <laughs> so I ended up making the, the hard decision of coming back home which I don't regret. Um, at a time I did, though. But now I've, I come to the fact that I, I don't regret it. It was the best of shit decision because I want my kids to be around all of my nieces and nephews and their grandparents. And we have we do all the, the lovely family events and stuff. So now um, I kind of had to pivot because it was, it was really hard finding a job in fashion and living back home. Like, I would still would have to move to – yeah, a Charlotte or Atlanta in order for, and I actually got a um, proposal for a company in Charlotte, um, but I ended up not taking it. So then I pivoted into finance, which kind of. Hey, Miss, can you come fix my phone? Okay. It um, it's just saying low battery, but I just need you to hit the close it. There you go. So. Yeah, then I end up pivoting into finance, and I fell in love with finance. Um, so finance is literally banking, credit, insurance. So I'm now I'm, I'm learning all the stuff that really freaking matters. Yeah, the other side of the business. The <laughs> yes, the the real the real stuff yeah. for life. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm still in it. I still love insurance. I love my job. I work in sales. That's why I really, 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 really like I. New York really got my confidence up, but this here working in sales really, really 
got my confidence up. So <clears throat> now I feel like I could talk to anybody. I could go anywhere. I could pitch my business. I could I could pitch us, whatever the yeah. case may be. Throw me in there. We 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 coming out with a win. Yeah. So <laughs> come in, coach. Yeah. So just learning that, that working in finance really helped me learn people too because. I think that's one thing that we we have to realize. Like, you got to be a people person for the most part. Like, you got to be able to – you got to be able to talk to people. You got to be able yeah. to, to relate. You got to be able to convey your 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 brand to them and figure out how to make them understand that and also to, to get them to buy into it. Like, you you know the things that we're right. going through with the pop-up or whatever. So you got to really, you know, sell yourself. You got to get them to believe in you and your your idea. So that's where I'm at now, girl. That's how we here. That's how we. Okay, so for the podcast, like, how do even we? How did we even really, really get to the podcast part? We got we got through the life part. So I think I was in a space where I was trying to just figure out what. Um, What's something that I could do that I could have that was physical and tangible? Because a lot of times my ideas, they're, they're just ideas until, you know, I'm able to put them into fruition, until yeah. I'm able to make this yeah. event happen or whatnot. So the podcast um, was something I thought about. You know, I'm like, okay, this would be something, you know, that would be cool. Um, mm -hmm. And at the time I hadn't kind of figured out everything. I think I figured out the name before I figured out everything. And then, you know... I think it wasn't random, but, like, I don't think we've never not been close, but there have definitely mm -hmm. been times where we were both kind of just caught up in what was going on in life and we didn't yeah. check in as much, yeah. you know, as we typically used to. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so, but, I don't know, did something happen? I don't know. We just started back talking, like, a whole lot. Yeah, um, yeah. And so we came up with, either. I don't. But I know, um, I remember one day I asked you, I asked you what a, no, did I ask you what a podcast was? I don't mm. remember, but I asked you how how do I listen to a podcast on my phone? Uh, I didn't even know the podcast app was on the phone. And now she <laughs> listens like way more. Like, I'm an avid. I love podcasts. She listens to those all the time. Yes. So, um, it kind of worked out. Like I said, I have the name. We were working on other stuff, and I was like, okay, do you want to, you know, do the podcast with me? Because we have a lot of the same similar stories. Like we, yeah. we both, you know, grew up in these small southern towns. Yeah, because I told you you should do a podcast. Yeah. And then th that's when, um, what happened? Because we first, we kind of thought of a name. You asked me, did I want to do we it with did. you? We did. It was like bells in the yes, basement. Yes, that's what now, I wanted you to talk about. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get now. you to it, girl. I forgot. Um, I'll be, be coming up with some names, y'all. Um, but we was trying to, like, find a play on words, like Southern yeah, Bells. And we, we just, you know, having girl talk or whatever. Um but glad we didn't do that one. No. Um, <laughs> but no, but so we, we sent it up. I originally, How long ago was that? That's been, that's maybe the middle of last year. Yeah, I'll say uh, before that. Maybe this time last year. Um, I, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everything, like I say, everything kind of happens at the, the right time. But, right. you know, I felt like we both grew up um, in a lot of similar circumstances. We both had the these big dreams and wanted to kind of do certain things, um, mm -hmm. had a lot of the same experiences. And we we view a lot of stuff the same, but then we also have different. very different personalities yeah. when it comes to to different stuff. So I think it'll make for a good conversation. And we, yeah. we always have a good conversation. Like we one been, thing about us, we're going to talk. Yeah, girl. <laughs> we be having some really good conversations. Like, like out of all our whole friend group, yeah. um, we always been, we, are, we, we begin to the nitty gritty. Yeah. We be having them. Deep conversation. It's not a lot often that we get together and somebody didn't cry. Um, Ooh, child. Don't <laughs> let us get a beer tower. Oh. We used to do that in college. We go get a beer tower, child, and <laughs> have, a, have a therapy session. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of how we got here. So I think I'm excited for them to, yeah. to come along with the ride to see yeah. how we do. Are you nervous about going into business with me as a friend? No, I'm actually not. I'm. I'm really not. I feel like you would, I wouldn't want to do this with nobody else, like nobody else, because I feel like, like you said, we are, we do have different personality types, but I think that's good for business because mm -hmm. we could try it your way. We could try it my way. And that's the thing with business. You got to try different things and see, just see what works. Yeah. Like, 
So if you're able to collaborate with somebody who's, you know, as level headed as you are, who's been in the business, who knows a lot of people, knows a lot of things and not afraid to talk to people either. And we, we, we on the, you know, we on the same page girl. So yeah, I'm not nervous about that at all. I think that that's my thing too. And, and one thing that we said when we started this was if business becomes comes between our friendship we'll cut the business yeah um i can make money any other way i've worked crappy job like, yeah we'll figure that out like this chick is somebody that i love and i feel like i don't Ooh, yes girl god i said i'm not gonna cry I don't, don't know cry. somewhere just started well what enough. a tissue uh, i'm okay um no but um i think i don't have like a whole whole lot of friends but i don't have a lot of new friends and when i say yeah. that like I think my newest friend is still probably like five or six years old. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm, I'm thankful for the women that I have in my corner. Um, right. And they're all like, they're, they're good people. So I'll cut the business before yeah. I, I lose my friends. So. And that's the thing about you. You're a very great judge of character. Like you, you, you know how to pick some people. Listen, <laughs> well, I'm, I'll be trying to get niggas the benefit of the doubt. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right with that one. Right. Um, like, so you're, you're a very great uh, judge of character. I feel like you don't have, like, a, a big ego. Like, whatever we need to do, let's just get it done. Yeah. You're a hard worker. I know you're going to show up. We may both be a little late, yeah. which we We're need to work on. on. We're working on yes, that. Yes, we got to work on that. We got to get the you stuff on time. You marketing manager? We're working <laughs> on that. <laughs> She's over there late, too. We're all working on it. So we're working on that part, but um, overall, I think I think it's gonna be a fun ride. Yeah. I, I have no worries. What? How do you feel about um, what people gonna say about us going into a podcast, though? Um, I mean, I think the haters are gonna hate some. Um, haters gonna hate, and I think that'll be different for me because growing up where I'm from, like you know everybody growing up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, wait, you don't like me? Like, yeah, you know, I'm and trust me, I'm not perfect like that. And I'm the opposite. I'm nice People never like me at first. Like, <laughs> I'm real nice. You don't like me. Um, so that's always weird for me. Like, huh? yeah. but um, but no, I I think some people are going to listen. Some people aren't. But I also think it's important to realize just because we know the people doesn't make them our audience. Right. Um, that part. So, you know. We, we grab in the people who we're supposed to, just like this event we're hosting. Just because you can, just because you sell something doesn't mean that you're our demographic. Right, that part. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look at the time, like, we've been, we've been talking a minute. We've been talking, girl. And they're still, like, the other recording was, like, 10 minutes long, so. Okay, yeah. We'll end up chopping this. We're going to finish this. We're going to yeah. keep going, or? We'll finish it up later. Yeah, um, we're going to have to. <laughs> all right, so we'll sign off. So, <laughs> I'm Kristen. <laughs> and I'm Tyler. And you've been listening to Hustle so and Lace, Lace Podcast. Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.